and welcome to this episode of the Brick and Dodger Show. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about. A lot of news has happened, a lot of free agent signings. But I think most importantly, we have the news that Major League Baseball is under uh, a lockout right now, I believe, uh, for the first time since, what, 95? Is that right, Brick? Yeah. Uh, I'm seeing the 95 strike. Look, okay, so the official lockout looks like the last one was 1990 for an actual lockout. 94 and 95 was the strike. There's a difference okay. there, so okay, yeah. Uh, so uh, for those of you who may not be aware what a lockout is, I know I'm so a little fuzzy on it. Why don't you explain uh, to everyone listening out there, Brick, what a lockout is? So, just uh, a little source here from CBS Sports. Pretty much, um, the owners of every single MLB team had come to an agreement that uh, they're going to lock out, which means uh, no trades can be made, no free agents can free agents can be signed. Um, they can't even talk to any of like the MLB owners or. Um, any management from any team and discussions of uh, contract deals or anything like that. So mm -hmm. players and, and uh, teams can't, can't communicate until there's an agreement. Um, looks like I'll look and I'll look this up too, but it looks like the, all, all the owners of every team couldn't come to a term with a new CBA. And I'm actually going to look into what that actually stands for, what that means. CBA is a collecting collective bargaining bargaining agreement, but uh, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I, I have no idea. Nothing really major for that. It was just an agreement that I guess plays a factor into the MLB. So, in other words, until there's an agreement, we don't have an MLB season. So, yeah. and we're still there's some top free agents still out there that probably won't get signed until this is over. So, unfortunately, um, no baseball until they come to agreement, which we don't know how long it's going to be. Uh, right. It's like three days, so nothing worried. I'm not too worried because we're still months away from the season. I would assume mm -hmm. by then they come to an agreement, but until then, I'm sorry, baseball fans. And obviously, we're baseball fans, too. Uh, no baseball. Yeah. Um, now, how does that affect... Uh, the future of the of the next um, MLB the show game, because uh, I, I, I've seen a lot of people tweet out there that you know we're going to go back to to names like Reggie Stalker, you know. So evidently they can't use player names or player likenesses. Is that do you know if that's true or not? So technically, I'm going to confirm this because I saw this going around too. If you look on, I think it's MLB.com, it still might be, um, I think ESPN. Uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. Um, but when you go to like a certain team or whatnot, I'm going to check up on ESPN. Um, their player, like their player image is completely gone. So, like, let's see if it's on this one. Nope. Okay, so ESPN still has their images or whatever. So, I don't know exactly how that's going to work. I would imagine it would be, like, a Reggie Soccer-type situation. Um, although, I don't know if that would play... Like, the CBA would play into player rights at certain, like, names and stuff like that. 
Um, so I don't necessarily know if that would be an issue. Because I think this is more of an, an owner's thing than as a player's thing. So I would imagine they would still have the rights for every current player. Assuming they're with the, I think it's like the Players Association or something like that. So I don't think you would have to, like, change names like that. Like, if, I, I highly doubt it, but, like, if you wanted um, to put, like, Reggie Soccer, or, like, that type, like, uh, example for those that know that. So, in terms of the game, though, it could get delayed. I Probably not. It depends on when they plan to release 22, which we still don't know. We haven't gotten single news on that. Um, we still even don't even know who our cover athlete is. And around this time, we usually know that. I don't think it's going to impact MLB The Show in any way because, like I said, this goes strictly to owners. I'm not finding anything that really is players-specific and uh, other than you can't, make, you can't make trades involving anybody, really. Uh, and you can't sign any free agents, which would be the only thing players can't do. So I would imagine that doesn't affect 22. I could be very wrong. I'm just going off of what I'm finding here. And I'm not finding a single thing that says the CBA has something to do with players. So Okay, and I did see something uh, from... I, I, it was one of the baseball writers that... Uh, the. They they feel like the regular season should start on time. It's just going to be a maybe a little bit of a delay uh, for spring training to start. Uh, they are pretty confident they will get something worked out uh, by then. Hopefully, um, I don't know how far apart they are uh, on working things out. Uh, do you do you know? Uh, the specifics or of of what uh, their uh, 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 what they're disagreeing on or, or what 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 how far the sides are are coming to an agreement. Um, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. And maybe you've already kind of answered that, or I don't know. Maybe I. I I might have zoned out there because I was trying to set, get my settings right. I'm sorry. Um, I'm just kind of skimming through this article and seeing if I can find something. Uh, this might be something to do with salaries, which, which would be I, because for those that don't know, um, minor leaguers, whether you're single A, double A, or even triple A, don't get paid very much at all. Now, obviously not compared to like your MLB guys, but even the MLB minimum is a lot more than what the minor leaguers are making. And that I, looks like to be a debate uh, with the CBA. Um, yeah. I think the the minor, the the major league minimum is what, like $190,000, $180,000 or something like that? Well, if that's I, the case. <laughs> I, I, I'll have, let me, let me, let me look that up here. Me, yeah. Oh no! It's uh, for what I'm looking at. It looks like it's uh, five hundred seventy and point five thousand, which is just under what the um, minor leaguers are. So wow. either, okay, either cool. way, that shouldn't be comparable, and that looks like oh, a big yeah, issue with the CBA here. That's still a lot of money. I mean, holy cow! Um, um I don't know. Let's see. Um. And then there's a whole debate 
on the on the whole baseball thing, which I probably didn't tell you that either. Uh in the twenty twenty season, they had I think less dense balls, so they wouldn't travel as far. Uh, yep. and then in twenty twenty one, I think they increased that, so they the, the balls were fly. Uh, and then in certain games, they were they were messing with the balls, like uh, the if you remember the Field of Dreams game. They had mm-hmm. the more dense balls, um, but then you got like uh, games like I don't know. I think uh, the example was like Rangers Mariners. They had the less dense balls, so they kept missing uh, mix matching them. So a lot of people think Manfred uh, kind of knew. Well, I think it was Manfred that kind of did that. So I think that might come into play here with the CBA. Um, it it looks like a lot of rule stuff. Now I don't know how reliable his source is. Oh, um, let's see what else I can find. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to find a source that I actually know is reliable, and I'm not finding one at the moment. Um, see, this is coming off of MLBTradeRumors.com, and I've never heard of these guys, and I'm gonna be honest. So, I don't know if this is anything reliable, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's just what it looks like. Uh, like here it says, there's indeed a tremendous gap between the salaries from younger players and veterans, and then they kind of go into contracts and money and all of that. Um, and then they had Colin McHugh come out. Looks like Andrew Miller came out, said something. So yeah, it looks like it's a lot of like rules and stuff and and just minor stuff like that, which I don't understand why it would hold back an MLB season or even put us in a lockout, which I think is completely dumb now that I'm reading this. Yeah. So looks like the at least on this article, looks like the main issue would be player salary and looks like owners and players are button heads on certain stuff and people aren't happy with Manfred and the whole baseball thing and people are labeling it as a scandal, which whatever. So it looks like a lot of people are just mad at Manfred. I know there's a lot of speculation or whatnot. So I don't know what really behind the scenes is going on with, with this whole CBA thing, but whatever it is, I think it's stupid and it shouldn't be preventing um, a season to not be able to be played. Um. Well, so the the free agents that were signed before the lockout. Let's get into that. Ooh-hoo. Yeah, and and I know you're especially happy about a certain free agent signing. Uh, and, and you might just want to lead off with him. I mean, you're you're entitled. Um. All right. Well, if you want to go that route, um. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually well, I mean, I just, th- I, I just think we're just delaying the inevitable. Oh, I mean, come, that's come on now. That's what we like to do. Um, I am just going right. to pull up the, the contract details. Um, anyways, while I'm doing that, the mm-hmm. Cubs actually went out and did a good move. Oh, here it is, even. Didn't take the- so, according to Jeff Passan, who is, like, the most reliable person you can have, he goes... Uh, Marcus Stroman signed a three-year, $71 million contract with the Chicago Cubs that include an opt-out after the second season. Sources tell ESPN he'll make $25 million in 2022, $25 million in 2023, and $21 million in 2024. 
So that's just for those to break that down that actually care about all of that stuff, which you got to look at this as a standpoint. Now, if, for those that follow me on Twitter, you know how heavy I push for this signing. You Like, I was tweeting at Marcus Stroman. I was tweeting at the Cubs. Like, I was doing anything I could to get uh, this um, this this signing done. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, so those of of uh, you out there who aren't following uh, Brick, um, I, I believe that's at Brickwork on your your Twitter handle. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's at Brickwork underscore. Okay, so. Uh, why don't you explain uh, why uh, this is so special, why you fought so hard, or why you uh, were so passionate about having him as a Cub, because I, I'm sorry, I, I, I maybe I'm just unfamiliar with how good Marcus Stroman is. Uh, I mean, I'm a Dodger homer. I, I'm basically... Stay in my, my little Dodger bubble. I don't really follow too many of other teams, except for maybe the Angels a little bit. Uh, but I, when I heard Mike, Marcus Stroman, I was like, okay, well, he's all right, I guess. But why don't you go ahead and explain uh, why why this is such a big deal f- for you? So, kind of from, I'll kind of go both, uh, or best of both worlds. For me and the Cubs as a team, as I look at Stroman's stats, now, Strowman was not an ace by any means. Um, he went 10-13. and 13. I don't care about record. He did have a 3.02 ERA, which for me, I would think is about league average. He wasn't super high in ERA. Um, obviously, we want that as low as possible, but I am very satisfied with just over a 3 ERA. Um, how many innings did he pitch? 179 innings, so he got a good, good chunk of pitching time. Um, now, in kind of in terms for Strowman here, I don't know what you, what, what the, what the thought process here. I'm staying with the Mets, I didn't think made too much sense, but it kind of did. They lost Syndergaard, so that kind of got him moved up in the rotation. And then with DeGrom going out with injury, he had to step up. Now, the big reason why I wanted him on the Cubs is we all know that Kyle Hendricks is not an ace-type pitcher. I think every baseball fan can agree on that. Uh, let's see what he did. I mean, come on. He almost had a 5 ERA as in Hendricks, as our ace. So, like, and that's his worst year of his career by far. He's just not ace material. We're in a rebuilding state. And I think this is perfect. I keep emphasizing that. Go out and get Strowman and Story. It's the big two I wanted. Um, They're good pieces to build around. You have a great guy in Strowman who can kind of anchor down that ace spot right now. At least for the time being. Now we don't know if they go out and make any other moves yet. But he was, I knew he wasn't going to be that expensive in terms of contract. What? We're paying him 25 something million for that caliber of a player? I love that deal. It's not, like, super high, and it's not super low. I think that's kind of right in the middle in terms of fair deal. So what if he opts out, you know? Not the end of the world. I wouldn't be upset about it. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I think this is the right step for the team, but they need to go out and snag some more guys. Like, um, I really want 
uh, Carlos Rodon. I think you could stack him from pretty cheap. I know we were in talks with Carlos Correa. Um, so I would love to stack him. Trevor Story, if you want to even make it uh, even better. Let Strowman help you go snag like Michael Conforto. They were teammates. They'd be perfect. And uh, you know that we like um, we had Kyle Schwarber, even Jack Peterson. Conforto is that type of player where he he's a big lefty bat. So I would love to them to go see him too. Um, I just I don't know uh, in terms of like what what the Cubs are gonna do here. Uh, we traded away, uh, obviously, Rizzo, Baez, Bryant, even going back to when we traded you, Darvish. We clear up all this cap space, and we have loads of money. I don't want to be here as a college fan knowing that we have all this spending money just for us to sit back and just chill. You have a division that's practically wide open other than taking first place. Easily can get a second place spot here. Go pick up some pieces along with Strowman. Like I said, you can go get Carlos Rodon. Maybe if you're lucky, get a Correa. Michael Conforto. There's these small guys out there that you can get for cheap and that are going to make a big impact. We need to hammer down on pitching, first of all. I have way more confidence in our on our offensive side than we do in our pitching. Even go snag a, a, a guy like, I don't know, off the top of my head, but... Uh, just get guys to build around. Uh, I know I emphasize this a lot. I don't want to be sitting back here waiting for these prospects to pan out. Because we don't know if they're going to work. We, we take risk on prospects, and, and that's every team, though. Uh, we don't know if they're going to be good ever. You might call them up and get like a Jared Kelnick-type situation where you call him up, and he was just awful. I, I hate to say it, Kelnick, but, like, it's true. I just I, I I don't think any baseball fan wants to sit back and watch their team rely on prospects to be their future. You just right. can't. You, you've got money. You have to spend now. Like I said, you have the central wide open for second place. Go out and try to get and at least compete. Don't be don't be satisfied being in the bottom of the division and getting a good draft pick and working on that farm system. Now, having a strong farm system is great and all, and I, I, I totally agree with that, but we can't be waiting five, six years waiting on these guys to get called up. What needs to happen next, though, is we need to figure out what we're going to do with Brendan Davis. Are we going to keep him in AAA again? Are we calling him up for spring training and see if he makes the opening roster? I don't know. I think he was good enough to get called up, so I think he should at least get a spring training invite and see how he can do against major league level pitching and just see what he can do in the field. So that's really the only prospect that needs to be up right now that I can think of. Now, I do want to look at Mr. Jason Hayward himself. Um, the reason I say that, I hate to pick on you, Hayward. I do. Um, the dude's old. Uh, he's 32. He's not good. We're paying him... Uh, as of 2018, looks like we're paying him 28, or excuse me, 21 and a half million. I will ch double check that again. Um, he wasn't good this year. I mean, in 230 at bats, he had 69 hits. Nice. Eight homers, 30 RBI, five stolen bases, which that's shocking. Uh, he hit 214 in an OPS of 280 and an OPS. Or no, an OPS or OPS of six twenty seven. Excuse me, 
He's just, he hasn't been good. Now, he's been with the Cubs since 2016, and he's been below average, to put it nicely. He hasn't been horrible, but he hasn't been very good either. I wouldn't even say he's been average. He's been low to mid 200 average, which is fine. But with him being 32 and him not being super, I guess, mobile out in the outfield, I we got to get rid of him. And I know we're paying him a buttload. Good time to bring up Brendan Davis, see what he can do. Worst case scenario, you still have Hayward on the roster if Davis doesn't work out. But I know I sidetracked off the of Strowman signing or whatnot. But Strowman's a great piece to build around. For right now, he has to be the ace. Luck to build around him, honestly, I think is the move here. I know Strowman can even go out and, and try to to help you out, like, and bring some interest, like, hey, uh, just because it's off the top of my head, like, uh, for example, maybe he goes and talks, uh, talks to Michael Conforto, like, hey, uh, have you ever thought about coming to Chicago, blah, 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 so maybe he could pull some strings with, like, like some players and see if he can bring them over, just, I don't know, this team, it continues to disappoint me as of other teams that we'll get into, but I love this move. It's not necessarily like a blockbuster, but it's a move I was pushing for. And and with how cheap of a contract he got, and he's a great player, don't get me wrong. Is he ace caliber right now? No. I think he's more of a two or three, depending on, on what your team thing is. I think for Strowman, I think he wanted to be at least a top-end rotation guy, thus came to Chicago. But he could have gone to, like, Baltimore or freaking Texas or something like... Teams like that that actually needed a pitcher. Um, I'm shocked the Mets didn't try to bring him back. They might have at least thrown him a contract. I don't know if he just turned them down or whatnot. But, like I said, I'm very happy with this. Let this be a start to, like, a, like a, a spree of free agents. I mean, for goodness sakes, before Strowman, our only signing was freaking Clint Frazier. Like, uh, yay, Clint Frazier, Yankee legend, nah, whatever. But you, you get what I'm getting at, though. You don't want to sit back as a fan and like, all right, well, we're going to be rebuilding for the next, what, five years, and we'll see what these prospects can do. But, like I said, building around Strowman, go snag like a story, Correa, pretty much whoever you can, and just go from there. If you have a bad year, but at least are competing, I'm not going to be mad at you. Uh, now there are there were uh, a couple of big signings. Uh, I we could just start off with this, and, and it breaks my heart to to say this. Uh, this this player will be missed in L.A. And that is Max Scherzer. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Corey Seager. Uh, Corey Seager signs a ten year, three hundred and twenty five million dollar contract. Uh, with the Texas Rangers. Now, here's my take on this. I think the uh, the Rangers overpaid for Corey Seager. And my reasoning is th because he's had injury problems. Uh, he, uh, he just has a, a knack for uh, getting hurt every season lately. I mean, he's been hit by pitches. He, he missed... Uh, considerable time last year and I believe the year before. So, I mean, 
I don't know. What do, what do you think? Did did the uh, was this a good signing for the Rangers, or do you think they overpaid like I do? Uh, right off the bat, I'm gonna say I'm kind of fifty fifty. Um, ten years, I think that wasn't worth it. Now the three hundred million, I think, was worth it. I, I I knew he was gonna get the bag, or at least at least around that range, uh, being a top shortstop on the market. You don't know how I feel about it. Ten years, I think, is a way too long. I, I would have maybe settled for maybe three years, depending, especially knowing that he has injury history and known to get injured quite often. It's mm-hmm. a big risk, and obviously the Rangers were willing to take that. But, man, that middle infield is going to look nasty, depending on where they're going to play Semyon. Um, so, the Texans had something going over there. Uh, the, the, I hate, I hate to bring up the Cubs, but I, I, I really don't. Uh, the, the, the Rangers are doing exactly what the Cubs need to do, but aren't doing. Uh, they went out and got Semyon, they, they go and snag a story, and they're probably not even done yet. I love this for the Rangers. Now, for Seager, I don't know what you were looking for. I think you were just looking for the max... Uh, max deal or whatnot, thus the 10-year, 300 million. I don't like the 10-year deal. Like I said, I would have been way more comfortable like a three-year deal worth about 300 million. Now, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's realistic or not, but you kind of get the idea. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I'm, I hate to be that stat guy and just cr- critique a player off of off their stats alone. I do think he was... I mean, he had his 306 batting average this past season. And he really yeah. has been a 300 hitter in his whole career. Yeah. Uh, and you mentioned Marcus Simeon. He, he, uh, I was going to uh, uh, mention him uh, also. Uh, he, he signs a, a seven-year, $175 million contract. Uh, and for you, all of, the, all of those out, out there who are mathematicians that equals out to 25 million dollars a year uh so yeah not a bad chunk of change uh and you mentioned that is going to be a sick middle infield um yeah if i'm a rangers fan i'm i'm look i'm thinking very uh optimistically about next season um javi baez uh signed a six million Hundred and forty uh, million dollar contract uh, with the Detroit Tigers. I think that was uh, a great move by the Tigers. I mean, they had to do something. I mean, uh, I think uh, I, I I can't remember. Were they at the bottom of the of their uh, division last year? To be honest, or this I last year? I think so. Well, since I've got MLB.com right here, I should be able to find this really easily. Uh, 2021, uh, do, 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 uh, whoops. How about I go to the right one? Uh, if they weren't at the bottom, they had to be very close to it. The Tigers were, they finished in third. Uh, it looks like it was, like, between, uh, third, fourth, and fifth. It looks like it was, like, a three-game difference. So I guess you could say that they finished last, but according to the standings that I'm looking at, they finished in third, technically. It was it was close. Uh, Max Scherzer signs a three-year, one hundred and thirty million dollar contract. Um, how, how are you feeling about about that signing? Are, are you liking that as a if you're a Met fan or uh, I? 
I have to say, Max Scherzer did have um, quite the. Um, uh, well, he had he had a, a lot better season coming over to the Dodgers than he did uh, before. Uh, I remember him giving up a, a grand slam to a pitcher for the. I'm trying to think of. I can't think of the team now. Um, and it's, yeah, I can't think of it. Um, why can't I think of the team? Oh, well, it's not important, but yeah, he, he gave up a, a, a grand slam to, to, uh, a pitcher of all people. Uh, so, and I believe it was a pitcher that just had gotten called up, uh, uh, recently at that time. So, um. He did not look like the Max Scherzer uh, of old, the the Max Scherzer that has dominated batters. But he, then he comes over to the Dodgers and maybe gets a I don't know, like a like a, a fresh start. I guess I guess you could say, uh, and uh, uh, maybe get some better coaching uh, from from the pitching coach Mark Pryor. I don't know. You got to give him. I think you got to give Mark Pryor. Prior some credit to uh, for uh, turning around uh, Max Scherzer, uh, but yeah, how are you liking that move by the Mets? I mean, come on, Degrom and Scherzer here one two in that rotation, Mwah, yeah. filthy. Good luck yeah. stopping that. Um, I was kind of surprised, kind of with Javi uh, too. Only spending half the season with with technically a new team, I thought maybe go out and maybe resign one year deal for however many, and then maybe hit for agency. Yeah. Maybe that's just how I look at it and how I would feel personally as a as a player. Now, obviously, I'm not a major leaguer by any means, but it is kind of what I would do. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, sure, sure. There's the top, easily top five, maybe top ten, depending on when you ask. In in the in the league for the for at least starters, yeah. Yep. And Degrom going injured, and I know he's been injured a lot, and he may not even be fully healthy when when he comes back and when the season uh, hopefully resumes. That is a sneaky little pickup. Um, nobody saw that coming, especially Met fans. I know Met fans kind of lost their minds when they saw that. And I was kind of waiting to see if they would get trolled, and maybe he kind of was messing with the with the media and like, hey, I thought about signing with the Mets, but in reality, I'm going to this team. That would have been funny, but no. <laughs> I guess. Do I think it was a safe gamble? Maybe. I, I guess you could say that. I mean, Scherzer's been dominant his entire career. I mean, the dude had a two ERA last year, like. Yeah. That's insane. And obviously, DeGrom had the best ERA, but didn't, like, missed most of the season and, and whatnot. So, if he can keep doing that, you're in trouble. And I, I I know Scherzer at least finished third in Cy Young this year for the NL. He had to have. Um, yeah, just, you know what you're getting with Scherzer. This is a very safe move um, from them. And uh, the Mets now are looking scary. Now, we'll have to see if they're able to bring back Conforto, and they're going to have to replace um, Javi. So maybe they do try to snag a story or Correa. 
so this might ultimately help the Mets. This could also hurt the Mets, or it could go where they go 500. I, I, I don't know. It depends on what they think needs improving. Do they think their bullpen or even rotation needs improving? Did they just want to go out and spend because it's Steve Cohen, who's practically has money for however long. He, like, he never runs out of money, it seems like, and... I don't know. I love this move for the Mets. I don't necessarily think it was the smartest, but at the end of the day, it was great. And you said a three-year deal, correct? Yes. Oh, then yeah, you're playing super safe. Uh, he's yeah. 37 right now, so he's probably back end of his pri- uh, back end of his prime. You get him to at least 40, maybe 41, depending. Because like um, when you scroll up at his baseball preference or baseball reference profile uh, by his picture. They have him listed at 37, but then when you scroll down to um, the year, they have him listed at 36. So I wonder if he might have just turned 37, whatever. But you're getting him until he's 40 or 41, probably the back end of his prime and where he's going to start slowing down. Then decide what you want to do there. Maybe you do look to let him walk in free agency, or if you if you can get him in a trade, that would be even better. I mean, this is a phenomenal move. High, uh, high, high uh, talent. I was to say high, high risk, low or low risk, high reward. Which pretty much you're getting that too. I mean, you 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 didn't give up that much in terms of breaking it down, and you know Scherzer's going to be a top pitcher, and especially with him and Degrom throwing back to back games for the Mets. Good luck, and especially if they go on a run. They might be able to take down the Braves um, for that uh, for that uh, division title. That's for sure. Yep. Uh, Got to go back to the Dodgers here. Uh, Chris Taylor uh, signed a four-year, uh, $60 million contract. I think this was a good move by the Dodgers. Uh, Chris Taylor just had an awesome uh, season. I mean, uh, I think he had uh, – uh, well, he had a, a, a – an, a great season, but I think he had an, an even better postseason. Uh, I mean, just the the walk-off he had against the uh, Cardinals in the wild-card game, that was just I, – I just – I saw the highlight of it in, in uh, uh, your friend Kyle's uh, Dodgers team build video in – and it just sent chills up my spine again. Uh, any thoughts on that uh, move by the Dodgers or that signing by the Dodgers? Uh, I like it, but I saw it coming. Uh, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I hate to clown Taylor because I love the man. Uh, I think he his value got boosted because of his postseason run. I think had he not played that good in the postseason, I think his value would have went down. Therefore, I think yeah. he would have gotten uh, less money and and uh, less long term. He's a platoon player. You can pick and choose where you play him, which is great value. Don't get me wrong. I mean. But they're exploring with Gavin Lux in the outfield. Uh, we saw him play center in the postseason. I don't know what their plans are with him, if they're going to move him around and kind of try things out. I think they kind of had to do something with, like, putting Lux in the outfield because Bellinger was struggling, and then, obviously, Muncy went down with the injury. I think if I'm the Dodgers here, I'm a little bit lost in terms of how we're going to play him. Um, I know that sounds extremely odd to say, but it, it, it's, if you think about it, it, it's kind of the truth. You know, 
um, is he gonna be an everyday kind of guy? Is he not gonna be, or is he gonna be, like, a bench guy where we throw him in certain scenarios, whatever, you know? I like the move a lot. I think it's a safe bet. You know what you're getting out of Chris Taylor. Let's just hope he can take it a step further and be, I guess, better. I know that's not the best word because I think he was still solid. I like right. this move. Nice little safe move. I, uh, I would expect him to at least put up some similar stats in terms of, like, batting average and all of that. But I like it. Definitely saw it coming, though, unfortunately. But like I said, if he didn't go off in the postseason, I think... Uh, you guys might end up letting him walk or getting him for even cheaper. Yeah. Uh, there's just a few little uh, other signings that we'll just cover quickly here. Uh, we got Rysel Iglesias staying with the Angels uh, for your uh, $58 million contract. Uh, that's kind of like, eh, okay. It's all right. Uh, he didn't have that great of a year for the Angels, but I, it was it – was, I don't know. I don't know what to feel about that. I don't know. Uh, what, how, how do you feel about that real quick, Trash? Are you kind of like, eh, uh, it's all right? The, the, the simple answer is exactly that. Nah, he, he could be hit or miss. I didn't think he yeah. was going to jump ship. Um, or if he did, it was going to be for like a one-year deal. I saw this coming. The Angels kind of had to fight for him to get him back because they need him that bad. Yeah. Uh, Justin Verlander stays with the Houston Astros uh, two-year deal for $50 million. Uh, I think we could all uh, see that coming, too. I don't think there was any way the uh, Astros were going to let him walk. Um, uh, let's see here. I think most of these we covered last week. So I may, And if we do repeat any, you know, we, we apologize. But like we said uh, prior to starting this, if we're kind of surprised we don't repeat more things. Uh, John Gray uh, is a Texas Ranger now for your deal for $56 million. Um, there was one thing you texted me. Uh, was it, it wasn't Stephen Matz, I don't think. I don't think we covered that, though. Stephen Matz is uh going to the St. Louis Cardinals four years for forty four million dollars. Um let me scroll down here. Uh there's let's see here. I have an ad that's in my way. If we ever had if you've ever had an ad that's in your way, I'm sure you know how frustrating that is. Uh Aaron Luke goes to the Angels, a uh, two-year deal for $17 million. Uh, Hector Neris uh, going to the uh, uh, Houston Astros for uh, two, two years, $17 million. Uh, James Paxton. Now, this is a this is a uh, this this was kind of a a, a big one. Uh, One-year deal for $10 million. Uh, you think he's going to have a good year for, for the uh, Red Sox? Uh, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say no, and that, for me, was a big head-scratcher. For one, he's coming off an injury. He hasn't been good for a couple of years now, and I think Ted Mill was a little bit of an... Actually, I don't think it was a little bit. I think it was a pretty overpay for him. Yeah. I think he should have gotten maybe three to five, honestly. Yep. I, 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 I tend to agree. Uh, Corey Knable, uh goes from the Dodgers. 
to the Phillies a one-year deal for ten million dollars. Now you actually, I think you like this deal a little bit better than you did the uh, James Paxton deal. Why don't you explain that? Obviously, me being a Brewer family, I got to watch Knable kind of like I think like twenty seventeen ish or whatever, wherever his stint there was. He has the um, potential to be a great bullpen guy. Uh, the Dodgers did a great job with kind of uh, tweaking him and kind of helping him out and getting there uh, with with his potential. The problem is he throws a fastball and a knuckle curve. That is literally it. I think if yep. he can develop some more pitches, he's going to be lights out. Give him maybe two winnings a game. He's going to be filthy. I, I stand by that. He, he could be a great setup guy, set him up, get a shutdown inning, and bring in your closer. I, I, I would... I, you know what? Hot take. Uh, I think Knable has an under two ERA. We'll go another hot take. I'm going to say he finishes the year with a 1.806, whatever. I don't care about that third number, but like a 1.8 ERA, maybe like a couple saves in there. Uh, I don't think he gives up that many. I think he's going to have a breakout year with the Phillies. I think he's got the stuff to do it. Put him in the right scenario. Put him with the right team. Filthy. You just have to. You have to unlock that with him. You gotta have great coaching, and he's just gotta play good. I really think he's gonna go under the radar this year. And when he breaks out, I'm gonna be spamming players like I called it because I did. So, Canable, <laughs> yeah. uh, expect him to be up on the rise here. Um, whether it be a smaller impact or a big impact, he's going to take that leap eventually, and I think this year is going to be that year that he, he has a breakout year. Okay. Uh, we got... Uh, now, you, I think you, you uh, when we were going over these names here, that you had no idea that... that uh, this happened, uh, but we got Jan Gomes going to the Cubs for two years, uh, $13 million. How are you feeling about that? Uh, why? Like, we ha- I don't know. The dude washed. Um, I know he was pretty solid with, with the A's and even the Nationals. Eh, eh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like it, but I guess I don't really absolutely hate it either. I mean, I, I do, but I don't. He's nothing special. He's going to retire, I would imagine, next three seasons or years, whatever you want to say. He's not worth that money. I think we should have spent that somewhere else, uh, at least on somebody else. I, maybe somebody better than Jan Gomes. I'm sorry, dude. I hate to clown you. I know you're technically a cub, but I got to be honest. You ain't worth it. I don't think we should have given you a contract or we shouldn't even have talked to you. But who knows? He might be sneaky good this year. But we've got Contreras, and I just don't think we need we have a need for him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Uh, there are names that have not been signed. Okay. Uh, big free agents. I want your your quick fire predictions on who they go to. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Uh, Zach Granke. Stays for the Astros. Okay. Clayton Kershaw. Stays for the Dodgers. Chris Bryant. Hot take. I think he stays for the Giants. Matt Carpenter. Stays for the Cardinals. Freddie Freeman. Stays for the Braves. <laughs> you sense a pattern here, people? Andrew <laughs> 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 uh, uh, McCutcheon. Oh, hot take. I'm going to go off the rails. Mariners. 
Oh, okay, okay. Uh, now, uh, Dexter Fowler. This is a curveball I'm throwing at you. Yeah, that is a big curveball. It looks like that Mickey Giannis uh, knuckleball, or no, that Ryan Fairman uh, uh, knuckleball that just goes all over the place. Yeah, you have no yeah. idea where he's going to go. <sighs> she, to be honest, he could go to literally any team. You know what? Random team, Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks, okay. Uh, how about Kenley Jansen? Oh, he's got to stay with the Dodgers. Okay. Uh, Nick Castellanos. Damn. Um, no, I don't think he stays. Um, you know what? Send him to the Tigers. Okay. Kyle send, Seager. Send him back. Uh, Seager. Oh, Kyle. Ooh. Kyle Seager. Ooh, that's another. You know what? Send him to Texas. Pair him up with his brother. Ooh, man. That's okay. <laughs> uh, Trevor Story. I want him in Chicago, so I'm going to say the Cubs, but if I'm being realistic, Phillies. Really? Okay, interesting, interesting. Yeah, you know what? I I don't even know who the Phillies' current shortstop is. Is that bad? I believe it's Didi Gregorius, but the Phillies have need their shortstop of the future, and I don't think it's going to be Correa, if I'm being honest. I think Correa goes elsewhere, therefore I think the Phillies are going to try and make a move for story. So where do you think Korea is going? Honestly, a hot take. I really think he stays with with the Astros. I don't. I don't know why he would leave. I think he turned down. How actually? Now I'm looking at it. Uh, the Astros had offered him five year, 160 mil. That kind of tells me I think he wants less than five years. Maybe that's a hot take there. If he's not gonna stay, and I have to actually move him because I know I keep saying stay for a lot of these guys. Um. Now, I would say the Tigers, but... You know what? No, screw it. Send them, send them to the Tigers. I think it's, I think they secure they, they secure uh, Correa, and then maybe you move Javi to, like, second or even maybe third. Screw it. I'm going Tigers. Okay. Uh, I think that's going to be enough of the uh, free agent talk there. Uh, shall we go over the uh, inductees for the... 2021 Hall of Fame, or is it tw- is, uh, is it considered 2022 Hall of Fame, um, or is it 2021? I have no idea. The easy way to do that is we literally just search up 2021 MLB yeah. Hall of Fame. I think this would be 22. Because we know some of the names already. Oh no, maybe not. It looks like it would be the 2021. Because I thought I know Jeter had gotten in. Um, in the Hall of Fame with, I think, Larry Walker. And that might have been last year, but no, looks like it would be the 2021. Oh. Well, there you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, do, you, do you know what Minnie Minoso's uh, nickname was? <sighs> I'm going to feel so stupid because if, for those that, that know, um, I love Minnie Minoso's Diamond Dynasty card. And you would think I know this, but I don't. It was the Cuban Comet. I was not getting that. No, I was not. I would have not gotten that either. So don't feel bad. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find a list here. Uh, so so far, the the list of nominees uh, are so far 
are the ones that I can find. Uh, is uh, Minnie Minoso, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buck O'Neill, uh, who was also a former Cub. No idea who that is, but you know. Yeah. Um, Jim Cat, uh, uh, White Sox, uh, great. And I think he, I believe he was also a uh, color commentator for uh, CBS or some uh, network. I can't, I'm trying to find out what it is and I can't find it. Dick Allen is also uh, enter, or entering the Hall of Fame. Uh, let's see here. Um, you know, I just wish there was a list. I wish I could have find a, found a list. I think uh, I maybe you have it. it. I yeah. don't know. Um, so looks like Jill Hodges. That's right. I think that's of his course. Tony Olivia, however you want to say that. And I think that was the five that have been confirmed. Oh, and then obviously Buck O'Neill and wait, that'd be so, one, two, three, four, five. So, yeah, so that'd be six. Seven, so eight. I li- one two three four five. <laughs> I can't do math, man. Okay. <laughs> I, I I I'm sorry. I literally was on Twitter as we were g- getting ready to 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 do this, and I saw where somebody posted about Gil Hodges being in, uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame, and I was like, "Oh, good for him." Why the hell couldn't I remember him? I I have no idea. It's like th- this is one of the things about getting older i guess is that i was like why couldn't i remember that i can remember uh the poem jabberwocky that i had to memorize in high school but i can't remember something that i just looked up what 45 minutes ago to a to an hour i don't know it's just you know it's been a night uh let's see um is there, is there anybody uh, any other names that we're forgetting or that we haven't mentioned yet so that, uh got entered i'm gonna look into this but uh off of cbs sports by the way um they have like a little i want to say it's like a table chart um i don't know if that's a proper word but like you've got like your mini your hodges um and all that that we had listed but just some other names that are on here. Bud Fowler, Vic Harris, Josh Donaldson, which I don't know if that's the Josh Donaldson that I'm thinking of. And then I think that's his Allie Reynolds. I don't know if they're in the Hall of Fame. I wonder if they're up for the Hall of Fame. Which is interesting because I don't believe any of these are on the ballot. I don't know much about the Hall of Fame and how that works. I, I think the ballot is kind of separate. I don't know how that works. Honestly, you might know that better than I do. Probably not. Yeah, probably. I decided yeah. I, I had to try. Uh, let's, let's see. I, I'm trying. Oh, hold on here. Uh, they, they they list six newcomers. Uh, oh, oh, okay. So we got former Minnesota Twins. Uh, Tony Oliva and Jim Cott were, were chosen. With Along with Bud Fowler. I have, I don't remember the name Bud Fowler. Um, but you know, it, it could be because it's just a little bit before my time. Uh, I do remember Gil Hodges. I, I I have a, I think my dad, uh, almost caught a ball, a home run ball that was hit by Gil Hodges. Uh, so he, he would always tell, uh, the story about that, about how it just almost took the top, the, the top of his fingernail off. 
Um, let's see. Okay, so we got Gil Hodges, Minnie Minoso, Buck O'Neill, Tony Levin, Jim Cott, and um, oh, I'm am I forgetting? Oh, uh, Bud Fowler. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, okay. So those are the six. Um, I'm not sure where Trash went. That's okay. He might have had other pressing issues to go take care of. Uh, so, anyway. Um, listen, should I tell you guys about my day? About how I just cannot keep twenty dollars. Uh, let's let's go for it. So it, let me tell you, this is how my, how crazy, or I don't know, maybe crazy or just unlucky. I I have been lately. So Friday night was it Friday night or is it Saturday night? Set Friday night. Friday night, I have a friend of mine send me a message saying that. Uh, oh, bathroom emergency. Gotcha. Okay. No, that's okay. Um, so, Friday night, I have a friend of mine uh, send me a message saying, Hey, uh, can you uh, come by and, and pick me up? Uh, I'm, I've had a little bit too much to drink. And I, I need to uh, go to the bank and, and then go to uh, the convenience store because I need to get cigarettes. And I'm like, I didn't even know you smoked. And she said, well, I don't, but it's just for somebody. And so I said, okay, I'll get, you know, get, I'll come over and get you what you need. So <clears throat> she says she's, she'll give me like $10. And I was like, that's fine, you know, no, whatever, no problem. So I go pick her up, take her to the bank, uh, get the money, take her to the convenience store. She gives me $20. I'm like, oh, great, you know, and I just... Put it in my uh, little hood. I have. A, I'm wearing a hoodie that I was wearing to work that day, and so I just put it in a little front pocket there. And the next day, can't find it. Uh, I have no idea where it is. But uh, so Saturday night, I do uh, Uber uh, deliveries and uh, Uber Eats deliveries and and Uber X rides and stuff. Uh, so. Uh, I couldn't sleep last night. I don't know why I couldn't, but, uh, I, I just, it's like, you know what? I'm just going to turn on my Uber app and then I'm going to, you know, just do, you know, do whatever. And so I get an, an Uber, uh, and I go pick this person up. And they're completely trashed. I pick him up at this bar. And uh, he says, do you mind taking me over to Jack of the Box to get something to eat? I said, yeah, that's fine. Not not a problem. And he says, I'll give you, you know, a $20 tip. I'm like, great, sure. So I, I, I go... To Jack in the Box, we're waiting for like a good 15, 20 minutes because the, the line is long on the drive through and it's not moving particularly fast because I don't think any drive throughs around town anymore <laughs> run particularly fast. 
So anyway, um, he gives me the twenty dollars and and I he he gets me a coke and I, you know, like I don't I don't need a coke, but he insists on getting me a coke. So I like sure I'll take a coke then. And it was actually a really good deal because I was I didn't know I was really that thirsty, but I was. So he gives me the twenty dollars. I drop him off wherever he needs to go, and I put the twenty dollars in my Dodger hat. And I put it on my head, thinking it'll be all nice and safe and secure there. Um, no, I shouldn't have put it in my uh, wallet because I lost that. So that's forty dollars I I could have had. Well, <clears throat> today I I picked up a nice gentleman from the airport, and uh, I take him around. Uh, town and show him some of the sites uh he flew in from south carolina and i take him to his uh, bed and breakfast that he's staying at and uh he later on uh requests an uber again and i take it and i pick him up at, at one of the bars i suggested he go to and he really liked it he it's it's a place. I don't know if I can mention the place, but uh, it's 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 a really good uh, bar here in Twin Falls. They, they have some some really good uh, beer and all that good stuff. I'm just rambling. That's okay. Uh, but I, I had this little fun story, and you you when you edit it or when you do whatever it is that you do on these videos, you can hear it and listen to it and hear my crazy story of how I lost $40. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so I, I, he, he asked me this gentleman that I picked up, he asked me if I, if I can take him to, uh, the local grocery store and, and get, so he can get a bottle of wine and, uh, whatever. And I'm like, sure, you know, you know, not, not a problem. So Get him a bottle of wine. Then he wants to know if he can take it to this bar that he that I, I'm dropping him off at. I'm like, I don't think they'd like that. Uh, you don't you don't take a bottle of wine to a bar. Uh, so, uh, uh, so I say, you know, I think it's just best to uh, drop it off at your room at the little bed and breakfast. And and he said, yeah, you're probably right. So I drop him off. He goes inside, comes back in. I take him to the bar. And he gives me another, he gives me uh, four or $5 bills, you know, $20. So could have had $60, boom, right in my wallet. Nope, I, I lost $40. Oh, I am so, so bad with money, but that's okay. Um, anyway, um, so I got a question about MLB The Show. Oh. Yeah. Um, now, I've I've seen some people uh, comment that it's just really hard to play uh, the game in its current state right now. Do you find that that's true, or, or are you uh, still enjoying your your the time that you're you're playing the game? Because you know, I'm going to be quite honest um, with me. Working my crazy hours that I have been, I have not been able to play as much as I'd like to. Uh, now, 
I, I, I had a good time today on the game, and you know, it, it's not a problem. I, I, I had two rage quits, and then I was feeling pretty confident going into our game today. <laughs> and then I almost get, I almost get no hit. Uh, so yeah, I mean, but you know, I'm, I'm happy for you. I, mean, I, I, that was, and you pitched a hell of a game. I mean, you were just dotting me up. And when I post the video, you guys will, uh, understand if you see it. Um, but yeah, I mean, are you having fun on the game right now? Are you just kind of like, just kind of like, like frustrated or, you know, uh, annoyed? Uh, I guess it's a little bit of all of that, and I think it's more so on myself than it's, like, the actual game itself. I think it's more frustrating because I'm making it frustrating, if that makes sense. Uh, the reason I say that is because I've been in a massive hitting slump. It's been, and you know me, I, I think I think you can confirm this, I, I play nothing but ranked seasons. Like, I am a hardcore ranked seasons grinder. Um, yep. So, the fact that I'm not playing ranked seasons, like, at all, like, I haven't touched the game, uh, what, since I recorded my Hershizer debut, so it would have been the end of the last ranked season, so maybe a week, two weeks ago? Now, granted, I, it's not just I've made my, myself frustrated, I've got a whole lot of, um, other, and, like, other life stuff that needs priorities and, and taking care of before video games and all that, but that's just normal life. Anyways, um, like I said, I, it's more so me making it frustrating for myself, like I said, been in a massive hitting slump, I can't hit, um, so, I, I, I don't know, um, <sighs> I guess it is frustrating. I mean, if if you guys watched uh, my Reggie Jackson video that I had posted earlier, which I know was like super super delayed because that card has been out for whatever. Anyways, I got into three freeze offs in that video. Uh, I know it's ridiculous, and the game in, in terms of like the state of it hasn't got any better. Content has started to dwindle down. We're not getting much content anymore. Uh, we're getting to the end of the cycle, pretty much. We only have a couple months left of the game, practically. And still, yet, no news on 22 or whatnot. Around this time, a lot of people are kind of starting to wrap it up. Um, I know Fortnite had just dropped their new season, so a lot of people are jumping over there. Um, I mean, Madden's kind of popping around this time. Maybe NBA 2K. A lot of people are, 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 are quitting the game right now, and... That's unfortunate, but it just SDS and the people over at MLB aren't really making an effort to want us to play. Um, Higgins just been atrocious. Now that could just be me, but I'm not the only one that struggled. I've seen a lot of people, and when you struggle on something, you're gonna you're gonna you're, you're gonna get mad at it, no matter what it is or what you're doing. It's gonna frustrate you. Um, it just it, it is what it is. I'm very, I guess uh that person on stuff like that but i think once i can bounce back and figure it out uh what's wrong with with my slump i'm probably gonna enjoy the game again now i know some some lesser good players to put it nicely um usually don't have too much fun i mean because they're not the greatest at the game you know and i hate to say that um i actually truly mean that too uh they just, I guess it, it depends on where you're at, like, skill level-wise. Like, some of the good players, um, knowing that they can keep hitting World Series, like, they never slump or whatnot, they're going to keep playing. 
most most people that are like nowhere near World Series or even maybe in between, then they stop playing, you know? I just think that MLB is losing a lot of guys because they're not making an effort to um to do anything about it. I mean, like I said, you're not releasing much content anymore. Uh you're you're running your fall circuit, which is great, which I'm sure uh we'll touch on that too. Uh so it's just I don't know what SES is thinking right now. I don't know if they're trying to like space things out in terms of content. Maybe they're gonna drop a big bomb on us. I don't know. I just think when you're getting to the end of the game cycle, there's just not much yet to do, you know? Like like me, I've collected almost every big collection except for Griffey. I've made World Series five times this year. Still need twelve and zero, so that's something I could do. But I, but nobody wants to sit and play BR for like three weeks straight and try to get twelve and zero. That just doesn't yeah. make the game fun, you know. Even events, nobody really wants to play events this deep in the year, and that's why a lot of people now are using, especially content creators, are doing their all-time team builds, um, because there isn't much content to make videos on. And but that's that's the skill you need as a content creator is you have to find something to make content for and us smaller guys like myself um it, it, it's hard um because like i said i've got just videos just kind of sitting in my files like i'm just slowly plucking away with editing i know damn well they're not going to get views because the card has been out for months and months and months or people have seen that card um being used before by these other uh, big guys like Coog, Shelfie, Dimu, Kyle, Gunsky. You could probably name even more than and then just them. So it's hard for for content creators. But I've even told Twitter this. I've told a couple people this. Um, I, I guess this is more so a tip for both of us. I know this might come off edgy or something, but if you want to get views on a video, you have to post it right away. And I can yep. I can I can back that up um very strongly um my mini minoso debut video i i think had done that debut within i think a day or two of that card coming out and that video i think has almost 500 something views uh by now or something like that and then if you look at like my recent videos they're like nowhere near that and somehow i i hit 100 subscribers how i don't know but it is it's it's something that you have to think about as a content creator is what's going to be the best thing for this game because content creators basically make a living off of this game and if the game's not fun then you're kind of screwed and then and especially if you're doing it full time you gotta make things work and with what mlb has given us it just doesn't work no matter what you're trying to do unfortunately it's almost like if they they kind of gave up the community and like hey we're kind of done with this game we're looking forward to 22 and if that's the case then where the hell is our news yeah um we had two big cards Revealed. Well, one uh, was a new World Series reward. Uh, that was the 99 Finest Mike Trout, which I don't think anyone ever expected us to have a 99 Finest Mike Trout card. Uh, this was using last year's card art, which I thought was, I mean, it was really cool. It's a really sharp looking card. Uh, and and uh, as far as I can tell, the, the, the stats are just, Incredible, of course. Or the the attributes are, are incredible. Uh, the videos that I've seen, uh, content creators like Coogs, and uh, I haven't seen 
uh, anyone. Uh, I don't think uh, Demu's had a Mike Trout debut yet. I don't think he has. Uh, I th- in fact, I- I'm going to be quite honest. I think I'm gonna- I think Coogs is the only one I've seen a Mike Trout video on. Uh, I don't really watch uh, your friend Kyle too much. Uh, but um, anyway, uh, from from what I can see, uh, that card is just insane. Uh, it's probably not a card I'm going to get because I just do not have the time to play uh, thirty uh, or to get thirty wins in ranked seasons. I got two today, uh, but uh, you know, I I. I I, I I don't you could you could say that the the uh, the skill level of these players weren't the best because I can't seem to get like I said I don't play the game very often I don't play rank series very often because of, of my crazy work schedule and sometimes when I get home the last thing I want to do is get on the game I'm tired I'm exhausted I'm, I'm gonna lay down or relax and have dinner and by the time I have dinner. I want to go to I want to go to sleep, so um, it, it's just really hard for me to to grind for for these thirty wins, uh, and I don't really see myself getting a million stubs unless I just do a whole bunch of flipping, which I don't have the time for that either. But um, I don't know. Is this are you going to be going for World Series one more time? To get this card, see that that's the thing is I think I know I'm I'm, I'm gonna hit you with another hot take. I really think SDS fumbled the bag on this. The reason I say that is I don't think we needed a 99 Mike Trout. And the confusing part is Mike Trout didn't even have a finest card in, I think, in 19 or whatever, which was very confusing. So I wonder if they just did the card art from 19 and just kind of stuck it on him, not meaning anything, which is fine. But... Trout's live series is just as good, and even exactly. then, with 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 you trying to flip the market, it ain't even worth it because you're never gonna get them because there's so mm-hmm. many orders on him. Um, and then just just a brief side note here as I'm looking at at my YouTuber and whatnot, going off of that tip or whatnot, my mini Minoso debut. Um, when that card came out and when I posted it, that's at 360 views, but wow. you can you can tell by that or whatnot. Um, if you really, for those that want to take the time out, like, like here, um, my TA4 season prediction video, I have 155, and that was just a couple, I think, like, a couple days before that was dropped, you know? So, but then you go look at, like, my season, my season 5 predictions that were just, uh, that was posted that same week. Those were heavily down. So, I guess you don't really know, um... And I, I really hate to brag, I do, because I don't want to destroy anybody's confidence or anything. But if you just bear with me and listen to me, I won't go down that path. Um, I posted a random ass hitting tips video that hit about 600 views. Middle of the year, just random hitting tip video just kind of pops off. Which is actually my highest video, believe it or not. But even then, um, for like I said, for those, I'm even doing this as I speak. I can just scroll down in every video I've posted on my channel, and we're coming up on a year of actually doing nothing but MLB The Show content. 
And I mean, you could just look at my thumbnails and see that they've gotten better. I think for those that watch the videos can can say that too. But let's be honest, does anybody really watch my videos? No. But, you know, there's a lot of strategic things. And uh, I know both me and you just don't have time to put in the effort for both our YouTube channels. Therefore, I think it's I think it's hard for us to grow them because yep. we can't put in the effort that we would like to and we can't mm -hmm. get videos out on time for them to get views. Because don't get me wrong, I am very happy with my thumbnails that I create. And I think my titles mm -hmm. are, are good also. It's just that the time period on when you post them, they're gonna flop every damn time because of the timing window. And then sometimes you get lucky um, and like I said, my handcams, you know, just out of nowhere, did really, really good. Why? I don't know. Um, but like I did a Twitch drop when they were bringing those back. That video did really well because that was also timed out pretty well. Um, I think that was like the night of, um, them doing it or whatever, but that, I didn't have to edit that video. So that's why I had that one getting out. So I know I'm rambling about a random side note. But if you guys want to be content creators, don't feel bad, you know? Just nope. keep posting. Like I said, we're in, me, yep. me and you both are, I think, are in agreement here. I'm getting to that age where I don't have time like I used to anymore. So I've got a lot of more family stuff and just in real life stuff. I don't have time to sit down and do and just grind out videos. And I don't have time to stream as much as I would like to. You just get to that point... Uh, in, in life where you can't really necessarily do that. But now do I think I'm a bad content creator? Not at all. And like I said, I think my content shows that, okay, maybe I could get a little bit more fancier with the editing, but I'm not, I'm not in no rush to, to, to grind out the YouTube right now. Like I said, this is practically my only first year of actually doing nothing but, um, MLB content and, and, and that, I would have to go back at my numbers or whatnot, but I would like to say I had a successful year. Now, my videos and stats may not show that, but I think what people get the misconception of is, and I'm going to be honest, this day and age, your your numbers don't matter. I think if you look at the numbers, you're just going to drive yourself nuts and you're going to bring yourself down. Work yep. on, on on your content, and if they start to, if it pops off, it pops off, and you just go from there. It's like surfing; you have to catch that wave. You know what I'm saying? Like you have one, you have a video that go that uh that pops up, catch that wave, and continue doing uh, the same thing, and you'll continue to go up and up and up. And uh, I know I sound like a like a like an expert with this stuff, but it's the truth. You know, you had with content creation, it's. It's a lot of strategy, and I know that's and that's not necessarily the greatest thing ever. But even if you are thinking about content creating, uh, whether it be streaming, YouTube, my DMs are always open. My Twitch whispers are always open. I am constantly on Twitter 24-7. Um, I check my Instagram almost every day, so if you drop me an Instagram message, even a TikTok message, I'll see it. I have no problem helping you out. And actually, fun fact... The other day, I actually helped the guy um, get started streaming on his first stream. Uh, so, uh, don't be shy to reach out to literally anybody. It doesn't have to be just me. It can be anybody in the community. Um, they can, especially uh, content creators, we usually know each other and we know how to reach each other. Whether we're big or small, like we, we can get in contact with each other. Like we know all that stuff. Don't be afraid to, to go chase your dream, man. I, honestly, just because it's not working out right now 
doesn't mean that it won't work out for you ever. And I'm, I was the same way. I, I, I was a big number guy. I looked at my, my video numbers. I'm like, damn, these really suck. And then I talked to a great friend and, and I was able to turn my mentality around and just focus on putting out the content, whether the views are there or not, you know? Like I said, I keep rambling about this, but I, I, I truly think that this could help some people out there, um, whether they they uh, know what we're going through and in, in the struggle or if this helps one of you guys want to do content. We're here for you. Almost any content creator is willing to help you. We we all are on the struggle bus, man. We've been there at one point in time, you know. Um, maybe not some of these big content creators or like the guys that you look up to may not be able to help you out right away, but some of them do. Um, like I said, even some smaller creators will willing to help you. Um, like I said, um, my my thumbnails have gotten better because I was able to reach out to somebody uh, and get advice. Um, and like I said, fun fact, I know this is an old video. Um, my U Darvish video, my prestige U Darvish video from, from MLB 20, yeah, 20, yeah. That video, actually, I got help from Benny No, believe it or not. And what I did is I took his tips, and that was my, my like, my best video at that time because I took in those tips. And if you go back and look at that thumbnail, this thumbnail is god-awful. I mean, compared to my current ones, it's god-awful. But just little stuff like that don't bring yourself down. And that kind of goes back into into the state of MLB. It is what it is, you know? Don't freak out. I know I completely went off track, but we both tend to do that, so... I apologize, but I think it was more so for advice and kind of a life lesson than me just rambling, if I'm being honest. But maybe that's just how I feel. By the way, uh, Do Food, thank you for that uh, raid. Uh, appreciate it. I hope you had a great stream. Uh, yeah, m much, much appreciated. Uh, you're a legend. Uh, anyway, uh, so yes, uh, I'm just, when you mentioned the fact that you had 600 views, uh on my uh yeah i don't have the shout out thing set up yet uh, <laughs> uh, I, i'm looking at my uh my last video uh i only had 11 views on that total so far and it's been out 10 days so yeah big l uh <laughs> right there with you i'm but, literally in the same boat you know yeah uh, well i think you, i i think you're you have a uh better well no i think you have a better quality video or you're a better player uh better videos so yeah i can understand uh it, it, it's a little disappointing when i get 11 views on a video that i i think is pretty good but you know what i it's not going to stop me from from uh uploading more i mean uh fuzzy had the best advice he said you never quit Never quit uh, creating content. You always uh, just, just, just keep, keep, keep grinding. Keep uh, putting it out there because uh, it. So, someone's going to watch it and then and they're going to appreciate it, and uh, there will be others that will follow along too. Exactly. Uh, so, so yeah. Um, don't don't ever get discouraged. Don't ever get discouraged because. Um, We've all 
Well, just like you said, uh, Brick, we've all been there. Uh-huh. Uh, so anyway, uh, I think we got to wrap this up. It's it's getting a little bit past my bedtime. I got to work in the morning. Uh, so let's go ahead and get with the football scores, and then we'll uh, we'll close this uh, fine podcast out. All righty. Well, I'm doing this off my phone uh, because the NFL website is down. And for those that have the NFL app, you know uh, your favorite team's game will pop up at the top of your screen because it's your favorite yeah. team. So with that being said, of course, I have to go with my favorite team in the – oh, how do I want to put this? Um, I see – I don't want uh, – we'll go mediocre, um, I guess oh, would yeah. be the appropriate word. Uh, Vikings and uh, – and uh, Lions. Um, I, yeah, is there much to say with this other than people? I know Twitter was going nuts. I saw this on TikTok. Calm down, please. Yep. <laughs> yes, the Lions got their first win, 29-27. Congrats. Uh, I think this game had a lot more meaning to the Lions than just winning. Um, quite frankly, uh, the Oxford tragedy. Now, again, I'm not going in depth with that. Look it up on Google. It's a simple Google search. Just look up Oxford High School and you'll find everything. Anyways, with that being said, I, I hate to be that guy and, and, and try to come up with excuses, but you have to look at this at just a football fan perspective and not just a Viking fan. We didn't have a defense, so all my all my all my uh, uh all my football nerds out there, Vikings missed Everson Griffin. Do a we'll, 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 we'll go with mental health. Um, the Neil Hunter injury, uh, Patrick Peterson, I believe injury, uh, Eric Kendricks injury, um, Anthony Barr injury. Uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting more guys, but those are five key guys to that uh, that defense that are crucial our old line was mixed up uh and had multiple guys going um from one position to another like we were missing our rookie left tackle and uh we had guys shifting around the old line and i know this sounds like excuses like we didn't have delvin cook who was our entire offense so you know um cousins didn't have a bad game he was 30 for 40, 340 yards with two touchdowns. So, just because the Vikings lost to, at the time, winless Lions, it's nothing to freak out about. Now, what I am going to freak out about is I swear I am cursed with the Vikings. And the reason I say that is, you know me, I love wearing my Vikings jerseys on game days. Well, um, I better stop doing that because every time I wear a Vikings jersey, we end up losing every time. The only time it has worked was the um, game that we played the Packers. So, see, Goff was abysmal, by the way. Uh, 25 for 41, 300 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. So, Goff was nothing special. It's just our defense couldn't get a stop when we needed to. Enough about me rambling about my terrible Vikings. Um... Moving on, um, the Thursday night game was Cowboys-Saints. Cowboys win that 27-17. Not much to go in depth there. Uh, Cardinals win 33-22 over the Bears. Uh, Buccaneers over the Falcons 30-17. Dolphins over the Giants 29. Uh, Chargers over the Bengals 41-22. I do remember watching a little bit of that game. 
or at least keeping an eye on that game. It was back and forth, neck and neck for a while, and then the Chargers looked like they just pull away on that one. Uh, Eagles over the Jets, 33-18. Coulter, the Texans, 31-0. Football team comes out and I think uh, got the game-winning field goal or game-winning drive, whatever. Uh, 17-15 to take down the Raiders. Uh, the Rams take down the Jaguars 37-7. to I'll let you chime in on that one. So let me just, uh, let me just say this. Uh, I saw this on, on Facebook uh, about how this was a great W. You know, we're back, uh, back on, the, on the winning side. And I commented, I was like, okay, let's just calm the hell down. We were supposed to win that game. Uh, I swear, this is what I was going to do. I was like going to uh, say, you know what? If the Rams lose this game, I'm going to give my PS5 away to someone out there. Because I was so sure they were not going to lose this game. But I was thinking, that little voice in the back of my head was going like, but what if they do? <laughs> it's I'm, I do not trust this Rams team. I was I was I was ninety nine percent sure they were going to win this game, but that little one percent of me, that little shadow of doubt, it was like, ah, what if something happens? What if what if uh, what if Stafford throws a pick six again and? Uh, what if the defense can't stop the run and, you know, just on and on and so on and so forth. I mean, we were playing, yes, the weakest team in the in the National Football League. But there's been, I mean, there's we should have won the game against the 49ers. Uh, now, granted, the, the 49ers went on a tear uh, and... Uh, had a, a, a very respectable winning streak. They played some good teams and 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 got the got the wins. Um, but this was a game that the Rams should have won. I don't think if you're a Ram fan, you really should celebrate quite yet. Uh, let's wait until they play a better team uh, and uh, have have uh, uh, a better challenge because uh, yeah this is uh, this is kind of like uh, the the Dodgers playing uh, a pop uh, the uh, the little league champions out there it's just uh, the the uh, the level or the it's just just two different teams heading in two different directions, and I'm not sure the Rams are in the direction they want to go yet. I, I'm, I'm thinking they're kind of like idling a little bit where they should be up here a little bit, but they're kind of like down here a little bit, but they're still a little higher than the, uh, than the Jaguars are. So hopefully you all understood my rambling there. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. I right, uh, last three games here, and I, I, I'm gonna clown this one. By the way, just the heads up. Steelers over the Ravens, 2019. Uh, I watched the end of this game. Uh, Ravens, what, what's going through your mind? You're, you get the tying touchdown. Why are you trying to go for two? I, uh, I really think you should have kicked your PAT, 
taking it to overtime and taking your chances in overtime. Uh, Lamar, you fumbled the bag. You had Mark Andrews wide open. You didn't make the best of passes um, in and out of his hands. And that was the game for them. Uh, I think um, Ravens take your field or your, your take your extra point there. You got the best kick in the league. Without a doubt, you're not going to miss it. Take your chance in overtime. I know people don't have faith in Lamar and getting in and game winning drives. You have the best kicker in the league who can hit from like 65 out. Stay in field goal range and trust Justin Tucker. That man don't miss. And uh, big news coming out of Pittsburgh this week. This is going to be Big Ben's last season. Uh, he is going to retire um, a- after uh, the season is over. Um, so I was, yeah, I was fully expecting this. I think everyone was. Um, so, um, yeah. Go ahead. All right, last two games we got uh, Seahawks and Niners. Seahawks win thirty to twenty three, and then I'm kind of devastated. Anyways, and then the the night game was Chiefs Broncos. Chiefs win that twenty two and nine, and then tomorrow's game, or technically today's game because it's past midnight my time. Uh, you have Patriots and Bills. Okay. Uh, now there was the big signing. Uh, Seahawks oh. signed Adrian Peterson. Yeah, and he got a touchdown today. And he got a touchdown. So, yeah, they said it was not just any touchdown, though. It was an historic touchdown. So, yeah, there you go. Um, I don't know what was so historic about it. Do you know what was so historic about it? Uh, they had tweeted something. Um, I think it was like a comparison or something. I'm going to see if I can find it quickly. Um, okay. I, I know it. Oh, well, maybe the NFL has. Like, if not, I think the other NFL page will have it. Um, yeah. Let's, let's check the NFL. Because the NFL has, like, multiple things from, like, every single game. Um, and the um, Fox Sports NFL doesn't have as much as I. Yeah, they go. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, Matthew Stafford, Matthew Stafford. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm seeing a lot of, oh, well, oh, we're getting closer. Oh, okay, so now we're getting into the Seahawks stuff, so where is it? Um, Lions, la, 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 Seahawks. Um, okay, well, we're going to do this the easy way, then. We're just going to do a simple Google search of Adrian Peterson, and that should pop it up. Imagine not I... spelling Adrian Peterson's name right. Couldn't be me. Oh, wait, it is me. Oh, here uh... we go. Um, do, do, do. Uh, Adrian Peterson ties Jim Brown for 10th. Career most touchdowns. Wow, and that's what uh, it was. 126 touchdown in Adrian Peterson's career. That's the milestone that it was, and and he ties Jim Brown tenth uh, all time. Would you like to take a guess on how many yards of rushing Adrian Peterson had today? It's not many. You know what? Give me give me a good solid 75. Solid 75. Oh, how about 16? Oh, good God, Adrian, I tried to give you the benefit of the doubt. Oh, no. I tried to hype you up when you do that. Oh, I'm ashamed. Oh, my gosh. And yet your jersey's hanging up over there. I'm taking it down, Adrian. I'm sorry. Uh, Well, okay, so I will say this. He had more uh, rushing yards than Adrian, or no, excuse me, than Russell Wilson did. Oh, wow. (laughs) So, I mean... 
Adrian Peterson only had uh, three carries of 15 yards. So, uh, yeah. But he did have a better average, though, than Adrian Peterson. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. But, you know, I, I'm sorry. I, uh, I – do you think that maybe Adrian Peterson should just hang it up after this year? Because you and I both thought that once he got released, that that was it. He was done. And then all of a sudden I see this tweet or something that the uh, Seahawks uh, signed him. That. I mean. <laughs> that's, that's funny because I remember you when the, when the Titans released him. I literally texted you that. I'm like, um, yeah. I think he's done because I don't think another team is going to pick him up. Now, I feel stupid on that only because I should have known that the Seahawks were going to pick him up. With, with Chris Carson being down, they technically needed a backup. Uh, yeah. and, and that was, of course, Adrian Peterson. So a little part of me thinks it's dumb. I don't know if this is the end of it. I mean, come on, look at Frank Gore. I think he went to like 43. Look at Tom Brady. Like, yeah. he's gone well, for a while and whatnot. But so. The NFL protects quarterbacks, though. I, I mean, being a running back is it, such a... a sh You've got a small window in your career if you're a running back with all the beating that you're taking. Um, I, I I don't know if you remember a player by the name of Doug Martin. Yes. Uh, I got to meet him. Uh, he uh, he uh, played for the for uh, the Boise State Broncos, and uh, uh, he was at uh, Dick Sporting Goods when they first opened up here in town, and. Uh, he was still playing for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I got my picture taken with him. I'll see if I can find it. It should be on my uh, my Facebook, uh, one of my Facebook pictures. I think it should be it should be there somewhere, one of my folders there. Um, but uh, I asked him. I said, you know, hey, you know, uh, how are you feeling? Are you, are you doing okay? Are you looking forward? For the next season, he was really optimistic. He he said he's you know he was ready, he was feeling good, and he did nothing that year. I don't think uh, so. And that was the last year he played with the Buccaneers. And now he's, he, he I think the 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 next team he signed with after he got released was the Raiders. And then after that, he was out of the NFL. Yeah. So it, it's a it's a tough position, and. You take a lot of beating, and there's just it, it's there's just no uh, longevity in that uh, uh, position. Unfortunately, I, I let me just do a real quick here. Well, I'm going to Google. Um, was it uh, 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 average career running back? Three years. Three years is the average career of an NFL running back. Now that is, I don't think any of us would have would have thought it was going to be that low, but unfortunately, that's what it looks like. That's very low, and I don't even yeah. know if I don't, would never have guessed it would be that low. I think more yeah. often than not, most players go a lot longer than that. 
Now, now let me just change running back to quarterback and see what it brings up here. I would imagine f- at least 15 years. Uh, the average NFL career for a quarterback is three years also. Well, that doesn't make huh? sense. Get that. Well, I don't know. I don't know. The average NFL career for an offensive lineman is about three and a half years. The NFL, the average NFL career for a wide receiver is a little more than two years. So I'm finding like everything as three. Yeah. So I don't know. I I I find three years more believable for a running back than uh, any of those others. Um. Anyway. Uh, well, it is almost 11.24. I just ordered myself a snack on Uber Eats, so it should be here pretty soon. I'm getting hungry. Uh, and, yeah. So, uh, we better wrap this up. Uh, I'm getting a little tired, and I'm gonna go relax for a little bit. Um, anyway, uh, thanks for listening to the Brick and Dodger Show. We really appreciate you. And uh, if you do choose to uh, get you some energy drink or something like that, uh, use uh, code, uh, is it Brick Dodger or Dodger Brick? Dodger Dodger Brick. Dodger Brick. Um, At checkout, you'll save yourself 10%. uh, And fast shipping. I ordered myself some last week. I got myself the... Uh, orange creamsicle, and it came in like literally three or four days. It was like sitting on my uh, on my uh, front porch, and uh, I was quite surprised. And uh, uh, I would recommend using one scoop instead of two. Uh, it's so sweet if you use two, but unless you like it sweet, uh, but it it definitely gave gave me the energy I needed to. To get uh, through through the day, I uh, drank some when I went to go see uh, Elf the Musical Ooh. on Friday night. Yeah, that was a good show. Uh, was it? No, it was it was Saturday night, and uh, didn't fall asleep once. So yeah, I was I was wide awake. In fact, I was so wide awake that night, I did Ubers until three o'clock this morning. So yikes. Um, Anyway, this is Dodger and Brick saying peace, love, and baseball. We will see you next week. We are out.